Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our study of Paul's letter to the Ephesians. If you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 through 10 is an outline for your testimony. If you are a Christian, you have a testimony that God saved you from spiritual death. Please follow along with Pastor Jim as he delivers today's slice of this week's message entitled, Dead But Made Alive. He made us alive, and you were dead, but God made us alive. We who believe have the problem solved, not because we can leap across the canyon, but God made us alive. He sent His Son to die in our, pla- in our place. Jesus went to that cross and endured the wrath of God that I deserve. And He didn't deserve it at all. And now He gives to me His righteousness so that now God looks on me as if I lived the perfect life of Christ. Wow! And that's the only way you can be made alive. And then he sticks in that little parenthesis, by grace you have been saved. That's one of those perfect tenses, you have been saved. It means that you, the, the work is completely finished, the project is completely finished, and now you stand in the state of continuous, the continuous state of being saved. That's why John Newton wrote, I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. By grace you have been saved. You can't add to your salvation any more than you could achieve your salvation. And it can't be lost. God perfectly, completely, permanently accomplishes it through Christ. So, verse 6. And raised us up with Him. Made us alive and raised us up with Him and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Well, that takes you again back to chapter 1. You've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. The power of God exalted Him, and now it has seated us with Him. We are, remember, fellow heirs with Him. We are going to inherit the kingdom with Him. We're going to be with Him there. So it says we are seated with Christ. The next verse tells us why God did this for us. Verse 7, so that in the ages to come, that's all the time after you were made alive, so that in the ages to come, He might show the surpassing riches of His grace in kindness toward us in Christ. This is one of those verses that has provoked one of my favorite descriptions of us. I love the phrase, trophy of His grace. 
He's going to show it for the ages to come. Show it to who? Well, how about the whole world of angels? It's as if He's put our photos on the, on the mantle of heaven. And no, I don't know if there's a mantle in heaven. But He's done it in order to be able to proclaim forever. See what I accomplished? Did you see that Harris kid? Did you see what a mess he was? And look, I made him alive. I made him a new creature. Now I'm going to bring us back here, Lord willing, next Sunday. We'll feast our souls on the well-known three verses that come after this. For now, I just want to give you a little taste of them to wrap this up and to whet your appetite for more. Verses 8 and 9 are actually a summary. They are very often quoted, never with a reference to the context, even though they begin with the word for. But now you're going to see how it connects. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. Now, we're going to take that sentence apart next time, but the grammar is clear that grace is the instrument by which salvation is accomplished. In your trespasses and sins, you're dead until God in His grace quickens you. Another way to say that, you have been saved. Same perfect tense, totally saved, continuing in that condition. By grace you have been saved through faith. Faith is the means by which you avail yourself of the salvation which God offers in pure grace. He doesn't say, once you've done all you can and tried your hardest, I'll meet you there and take you the rest of the way. He says, no, you were, well, you were dead. What you needed was resurrection. I raised Jesus from the dead. Spiritually, I raised you from the dead. You will be with me eventually forever and ever. For us to be made alive in Christ, there is nothing we can contribute. It's all by God's grace. We might all be able to jump various distances toward the goal, but none of us can clear the canyon. We're going to have to be rescued from the certain death. And God did that. And it's not of ourselves. It is not of works. Therefore, no one may boast. Oh, we can boast in Christ because He did it. Even our exercising faith is by grace, and it is a gift. We had a problem, a big one, a bad one, dead, dead in sin. But now, by faith, our position is in Christ where we have been made alive. And that means that we have a whole new purpose. We have a higher set of priorities than that which the spirit of our age deems to be important. We still have to live in this world. We still have to get along. We still have to get by. But we have a 
greater purpose. Before we look at that next Lord's Day, how can we apply these seven verses? Well, what can you do to be saved? Well, if I were to rap on your coffin and say, what's your plan to get out of there? Well, for one thing, you wouldn't answer me because you can't do anything about it. So what can you do about your spiritual death? Nothing. It's too late to do anything. But the good news, it's all been done. The problem is you were dead. The solution is God did the work to save you. You just need to receive the free gift. And as soon as you receive Christ, you have that new position. You are made alive. You might even say, by grace, you have been saved. Totally forgiven, forever saved. That's the testimony. Is it your testimony? Do you say, I stand in Christ And you see that if He has made you alive, (laughs) oh, you're a new creature, new priorities, everything has changed. We've got to read verse 10. We'll take it apart next time. For we are His workmanship. We're not better than other people. Not in the realm of the solution to trespasses and sins. We are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You were dead. God made you alive in Christ. You're now walking in His good works. If that doesn't describe you, take this as an invitation. I invite you to make it describe you by giving your heart to Jesus Christ if you've never done it before. Remember the testimony that Dirk talked about, the the, the author of the words of the song that, that we sang, the young pastor reading Scripture to the old pastor and realizing, I've never denied myself and taken up my cross. doesn't matter where you hang out. It's who you're trusting to take care of your unfixable problem. Let's pray. Our Father, thank You for this um, true and honest assessment of our great spiritual need, dead in our trespasses and sins. Thank You for the Savior. Thank You for Him taking upon Himself our sins, Your wrath aimed at our sins, and granting us eternal life. Father, please don't let a person leave this place today without making sure that they can say, by grace, I have been saved through faith. I trust you to do what I could never do. Father, we ask you to please uh, have your way with us. Use us for your glory in whatever way you would. We want to walk in those good works which you have prepared prepared beforehand. Not that those things can bring us into a relationship with you, but because those things can give you glory. Have your way with us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.